This is KCBX Central Coast Public Radio. I'm Father Ian Dellinger, and I'm playing with food. Just like Lalo Guerrero is singing, I love tortillas, corn and flour. When I lived in Britain, before and after flour tortillas were commercially available, I would occasionally make my own in order to have a small burrito. Every year, when I would travel back to California, I would visit the local tienda near where I stayed at my friends, and where corn tortillas were made fresh every day. I would buy a stack of 100 corn tortillas, place them into my suitcase along with a variety of dried chilies, with clothes packed around them, and smuggle them into the UK. Then I would put them in stacks of eight tortillas and freezer bags. Throughout the year, I would make enchilada sauce with the dried chilies and make some mediocre by taqueria standards, but taste of home, enchiladas, black beans, and Mexican rice a couple times a year. I am thankful I don't have to do that anymore. I only tried to make corn tortillas once, and that was after I moved back to California and had a bag of masa in the cupboard that was purchased for something else. I thought I'd give it a try. It was okay, but not really worth the trouble, since I can buy tortillas literally everywhere I go. But I have long wanted to meet someone who makes beautiful handmade tortillas, and in King City, Isabel Garcia makes tortillas every single day. She graciously made both corn and flour tortillas for me, and her daughter Maggie translated as we went along. This is how it went. Mi nombre is Isabel. Gracias por invitarnos. I want to thank you for inviting us. We will start off by making tortillas. It's not the same as it would be in Mexico. So we've got masa here. So what's different here than in Mexico? So the difference is that here, the mix comes pre-made and all you have to do is add water. However, in Mexico, you have to take the dried cob. Once it's dried, you peel off the leaves and everything and you take the grains, put it to boil with lime and powder. And once it boils, you leave it there overnight. And then the next day, you take it to the mill, that's where it grinds it, and you have to make sure it is smooth. That way you can make the dough. Have you ever made tortillas that way in this country? She has never made them here in this country because she doesn't have the mill that they have back in her hometown. It is different here, and if she were to have that, she would use it. That way it is a smoother milling process. Great. So let's get started. Okay. Ahorita vamos a empezar a hacer unas tortillas de maseca, pero con polvo de maseca. Lo que vamos a hacer es este amasar la masa con agua un poco agua tibia y después le echamos un poco agua fría. We will start off by taking the maize powder and then you're going to mix it with some warm water first and then later you will add some cold water. That way it's not too sticky when you are mixing. Y luego después so the masa and some water, but what I've noticed is that you're not measuring anything. In Mexico, depending on where you live, you don't have measuring cups. So that's part of the reason why you have to eyeball or you use your experience to see how much water you can put in. The many times that she's done it, she already can tell whether she needs more water or more flour. No tienes ni medida ni nada. So you just know by feel. You can feel that's the, the right texture. 
Sí, es que uno va she knows by feeling it and she knows because it doesn't stick to you as much and she knows how it's supposed to feel. It's not supposed to feel very, very cold or very warm. It's supposed to be at a like room temperature. That's why she adds the warm and the cold water so it's not as sticky as it could be. Okay, so you have your ball of dough right here. And so the next thing that you do is you just shape them? So yes, next thing she does is she shapes the little balls, the dough balls. If she wants them smaller, for example, if we're doing tacos for parties or something, she'll make them smaller so she won't make the dough balls as big. But if she's making them to eat, she'll make them bigger, like a, a decent size, like the palm of your hand. This press is wooden. I'm assuming it's from Mexico. It's very beautiful. How long have you had it? She's had this for about 15 years now. You can tell she's used it for about yeah. 15 years. You can tell she's used it for a long time. I thought it might be older than that. So three turns in the press and they're super thin. So it's not at its best capacity, therefore she does have to turn it three times and press it three times. However, if she had a better one, she'd only need to do it once and it would come out at the same thin size. Okay, and then straight on to the stove. And how long do you know to cook them? So you do two turns. So the first one, you place it on and almost immediately, you wait maybe one, two, three seconds. Again, she does this by just looking at it. She can tell when it's ready, then you flip it. That's when you leave it there for the longest time. And then it starts to gain a little bit of color. She picks it up and she makes sure that it has the right amount of color and then she turns it again. That is when the tortilla fluffs up like that and it has a lot of color. It really fluffed up. It just yes. puffed right up. Yeah, just like pita bread. Oh, sí, se esponja mucho. Así es cuando come calientita, está mejor. It's beautiful and you can smell it now. You do one or two at a time on the grill till they're the perfect color. You had a ball of masa about the size of a soccer ball. How many will that make and how many tortillas do you make a day? Este es casi como cuando comen nada más una vez. So she makes it three to four times. She'll make it about that size if we're only eating once. So if it's like a small meal. From this batch right here, she'll make about 15, maybe 20 tortillas, depending. However, if we are eating like dinner, she will make one and a half or even twice times that batch because everybody has multiple tortillas. If you add that up, I'd say that'd be like 75, 80 tortillas a, a day. How many people are in the family? We are six. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's like you're eating lots of tortillas, but yes. six people will eat a lot of tortillas. Yeah. So do I get to taste one? Oh, pues claro. Por eso traje un poco de comida. Diles que a ver si les gusta un poco mole traje. She said, of course you can try them. And she brought some food for you to try. Oh, right. So should we wait till the flower ones are done to do that? That is entirely up to you. If you would like to taste them right now, we can do that. Or if you want to wait for the flower tortillas. However, I will warn you. I like it when they are very fresh. I'll taste the corn one now and then we'll get the food out and when the flower ones are done and, and do them together. Can I just take one and taste it? You can Lovely. even put a little bit of salt and it is pretty good to go. Okay, so sometimes you put salt. Okay, I'm gonna take my mask off. This one just came off the kamal and the kamal is basically a metal sheet, right? On the stove. Mm -hmm. Here we go. This is super hot. Super hot. They are very light. I like the texture. It's got 
an interesting chewiness to it. And it's nothing like a prepackaged tortilla at all. It is so much better. And what I like about it is the flavor is really light. So that means when you put meat or beans in it, you get to taste the meat or beans and not too much corn. Sí, es por la razón porque está, está delgadita. Está muy delgadita la tortilla. Por eso es que cuando apenas acaba de ser, está muy blandita, blandita. That is why she makes them thin so that they're light. However, if you, if you do want a richer flavor, you can make them thicker. So in some cases, some foods do require a thicker tortilla. So she'll make the masa and the dough and she'll make it a little thicker and then you can taste it more than you can. Beautiful, beautiful. Gracias. This is KCBX Central Coast Public Radio. I'm Father Ian in King City making tortillas with Isabel and her daughter Maggie. We just finished making corn tortillas. Tasting them right off of the Kamal was amazing. So thin and light. I can't wait to have them with the food that Isabel made, but we have one more task. So should we make some flour ones now? Voy a hacer una verina. Sí. Okay. I say we. <laughs> she puts vegetable oil onto the coffee table. That way it does not stick when you are rolling the dough. In her bowl, she'll put in some flour, some water, and some baking powder, and just a little bit of oil. That way the, the dough is nice. Same thing with the tortillas before. She does not use any measuring cups. All she does is put in a little bit of flour into her bowl. In this case, she is doing very little because we are not making a lot. Ahora le voy a echar poquito de este royal. A little bit of baking powder. Un poquito y un chorrito de aceite. A little bit of oil. Y luego voy a echar agua caliente. The warm water, okay, and stir that around. Mm-hmm. Wheat flour is much stickier than masa, right? Sí, este está más pegajoso que la masa de, de maseca. So you do struggle a bit more because it is stickier. So sometimes you'll be there for a bit before you realize that it's not sticking to your hands anymore. Okay. Okay, so you're about ready to roll out the flour tortillas. That's a little stickier than I've made I, I used to make mine and maybe I'm maybe that's I need to learn from that. So you mixed it in the bowl and now you're giving it a good knead on the table. Okay. That's probably making it stronger. You have to make sure that everything gets incorporated. So she makes sure to knead it for a good while, even add some water if it's a little still too dry. You want to make sure that that dough is very soft to get the texture you want for your tortillas. You kneaded it until it was a little bit smooth. Sí, hasta que esté suave para dejar que, que se restire. She makes sure that the dough is soft so that it is easier for it to stretch. Rolling it into a ball and about ready to roll it out. How exciting. Se le echan el, este, en el polvo para que no se pegue. Ah, so you take your ball that you're about ready to roll out and then you dust it in flour like you would a Mexican wedding cake with powdered sugar. So you just completely dust it in flour. You don't just sprinkle it on, you kind of completely dust it in flour. Sí, se cubre para que no se pegue ni aquí ni acá. That is super thin. You can see through it. Those are pretty thin and after she grabs it, she does stretch it out to make sure it's even thinner or it's even bigger. 
However, you can make them thinner if you make your dough just a little bit more smoother. Okay, and then they go on a lower heat, you said. Again, how do you know when they're done? Como es tortilla de harina, se necesita más bajito el juego para que no se queme, porque la tortilla de harina se cose muy rápido. Es este, por eso lo bajo la, la lumbre. One at a time, obviously, so you can pay attention to it so it doesn't burn. Sí, para que no se queme. They cook very fast, and therefore she can only make one at a time unless she has somebody helping her to keep an eye to make sure it doesn't burn. So lots of turns and rolling to get it really thin. Why don't you use the press? Ah, es que tortilla de harina, lo pachurras, lo pachurras, no se se restira. When using a press, so if you do take the ball and you press it onto it, it will not, for the life of it, stretch. Maybe it'll grow like an inch, half an inch, but it'll stay that way. That's why she uses the rolling pin to get all the sides. She flips it. You can't see it, but they do shrink back a bit once she turns over. But she just keeps stretching because if you do it just once or twice and you just press on it, it won't grow and it won't stretch. So you have to keep stretching it. You know, since it's flour, I suppose it's kind of like when you're making pizza dough, they spin it in the air so it stretches and stretches and stretches and stretches. Oh, sí. Es lo mismo, casi eso, pero... Este está delgadito, pero eso está... The only difference would be that this is thinner and that one's a little bit thicker. Mm -hmm. Do you ever make flour tortillas that are big enough to make burritos with? She used to make them more often because she used to make food for workers in the field. Oh, she'd make them the night before. She'd make them really big so she can make burritos for the next day. How often do you make tortillas? La tortilla es allá en México. Siempre... When you're in Mexico, you eat tortillas every single day with all kinds of food. Even with newborns, you give them a small little tortilla, you roll it up, and that's what they eat because they don't have specific baby foods prescribed by doctors. So over there, they do eat it every single day. And for us, we have tortillas every single day. So make these about two or three times a day. Two or three times a day? Two or three times a day, yes. Oh, sí. Pues cada vez que tienen hambre, cualquier mis so make us a batch for whenever we're hungry because we all eat them. Wow, why don't you make a big batch for the week? Porque les gustan recién hecha, calientita. Ya cuando está recalentado es otro sabor. My brother and I, all of us can agree that they taste different when they have just come out of the comal than when you reheat them. So sometimes when she's gone and like for example when I was young, and I had a babysitter, she'd pack them for me and I would reheat them, but it's not the same as when you have it straight out of like the fire. You're listening to KCVX Public Radio for the Central Coast. I'm Father Ian, and Isabel from King City just made corn and flour tortillas from hand. She makes them every day. Now that the tortillas are done, it's the time I've been waiting for, eating the tortillas with the food. But first, is tortilla making really something Isabel enjoys? This must be something that you really love to do and you really love to do for other people because you make tortillas three or four times a day for your family, but you also, how often do you make tortillas for other people? I mean, Padre Filemon told me that he asked for 50 tortillas and you gave him 250 for his, was it Christmas dinner or uh, New Year's dinner with his family? So this must be your labor of love. Sí, a mí me gusta hacerlo. Me gusta cocinar. Me gusta she loves to cook. She loves anything that has to do with the kitchen. She'll make tortillas, of course. She does it. She says she loves doing it. She gets excited about doing it, or even when she tries out something new. 
it's exciting and she loves it and she does it with love. So it's very, it is very much labeled. When you're not eating Mexican food, what's your favorite cuisine? Pues muy poco de las veces, lo que es. On occasion, she will have a hamburger from one of the fast food stores, and she'll only have that once a week or sometimes even twice a month. She won't have it as often because it, for to her, it does not replace her homemade tortillas and homemade food. She does enjoy Chinese food, so she'll have that too. Have you ever put a different cuisine into a tortilla? Like if you had leftover Chinese food and the next day you ate your Chinese food with tortillas? No. So she hasn't done it, but it just came to mind. She says she does sometimes feel like doing it. However, I notice that whenever we have KFC, we cannot have it without tortillas. It is just, we can't have KFC without tortillas. We just, that's how we grew up. So we'll take, whenever we go to KFC, well, there's a little, there's a table that sometimes we sit at. We'll take tortillas. She'll make them here. We'll leave right after she'll take a salsa and then we'll have tortillas with kfc their fried chicken that means you don't eat the biscuit i we love the biscuits actually she will not eat the biscuit but we will for her, it is tortillas and tortillas only. If she had them out, it'd be tortillas for life. Because no matter if she doesn't have any food, she'll put in a little bit of salsa or a little bit of salt, and she is good for that, that meal. <laughs> that is, she needs to have her tortillas, though. Padre Filemon told me that you make the best corn tortillas. But you just used two ingredients, which you bought at the store... What makes yours uh, better than everybody else's if you're just using these two ingredients and you didn't you didn't process the corn yourself? A lot of it has to do with the way you knead the dough. Some people don't know exactly how to properly knead the dough, so it'll come out, the tortilla will come out a little bit too hard, or maybe it'll come out too thin and it'll rip but she makes sure that the dough is firm, it's not sticking to you, and that when you put it on the comal, you flip it at the right time. If not, it doesn't fluff up. Is it possible that yours are better because of the love that you put into making them? It is very possible to say that she does it with joy, especially making it for her kids. And because she, it's nostalgic for her, because that's all she did when she was in her hometown. Here, she does not like to eat tortillas that already come in a bag. She will not eat them. If she does not have her tortillas every day, she is not full. She's not satisfied. So she does do it with love. She does it with joy. She absolutely loves doing it. Tortilla making with Isabel and Maggie was amazing. Isabel is so fast, and with just two ingredients, plus her love, she makes tortillas that her priest, Padre Filemon of St. Mark's Episcopal Church in King City, says are the best tortillas ever. Tortilla making looks easy, and to some extent it is, but the skill and love put into it definitely makes a difference. If you ever have the opportunity to get your hands on handmade tortillas, you'll never go back. 
This is KCBX Public Radio for the Central Coast. I'm Father Ian, and I'm playing with food.